Hi, and welcome to episode 22. Today, we're talking about when you feel like you have to confront somebody else with the truth. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, we get this question a lot about, okay, what do I, how do I confront somebody else with the truth? They're scared, they're fearful, they're angry, they're whatever. So, somebody feels like they, so somebody feels like they've got to tell somebody something that is their truth, the Mm -hmm. truth. And like you say, they're scared. They don't know what to do. They don't even know if they can do it. They're afraid of the other person's reaction. That, that's part of it. Mm-hmm. It's certainly part of it. And so there's a lot to there's a lot to dissect and deconstruct and uh, take a look at here in this episode. I'm anxious to get started with you. So let's start with confront. <laughs> What a great word, right? Yeah. And, you know, we took this from actually someone's question, a real real person's question. And I just want to investigate the word confront here for just a minute. Yeah, because you and I both have had a lot of coaching clients over the years. In fact, I have a coaching client right now, and so do you, that actually has used this word, confront. So what happens when you confront somebody? It's a fascinating word because I, I think that language mm-hmm. is so revealing of a lot of things. The language that you use. You know, when I think of the word confront, oh, that, that seems like that's going to that's gonna be a real problem. Well, it, it's, it's, it's a hardening. It's, it's a, um, when you're confronting, you're tight. There's a tension there, and that in no way is an invitation to somebody to um, investigate what's available here, what the possibilities. All it is is usually um, puts the other person on the defensive. Well, when I think of the word confront, I think of... uh you know, somebody meeting me in a dark alley with a knife and I've got to defend whoa, myself. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Or worse. And you have to grit your teeth and you have to have your, you know, you're, you're ready for a fight. Yeah. So yeah. that word in itself is problematic when you're talking about, when you're, when you're marrying it with speaking your truth. Yeah, because I always want to go back to what I think, anyway, is the goal. You know, we're talking about relationships. We're talking about, well, we're talking about relationships, but we're also talking about your life 
and having a great life, having a happy life, having a happy life inside. Yeah, and you know, some people might call that peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, a feeling, a, mm-hmm. a sense of mm-hmm. inner peace inside. I mean, that's something I want, and I'm imagining that you know a lot of folks listening to this. You know, if you were to you know get everybody lined up and have them, okay, everybody, raise your hand. Do you want inner peace? A lot of people are going to be, oh yeah, sign me up for that. Mm-hmm. And the whole the whole deal about confronting somebody. Yeah, there's not much inner peace about all that. No, because you're really, uh, you know, we watch a lot of baseball. So we have baseball metaphors. And (laughs) you're three strikes against you already when you have it in your mind that you have to confront somebody with the truth. And at that point, you, there's a reticence on your part to even believe that you deserve your truth you deserve to that that the other person would listen to you now you might not admit that but a lot of times that's that's how it out pictures so i, w- I want to make this really practical for people yeah do. you know because we always you know we always have these uh you know this is our podcast but you know this mm-hmm. this i think it kind of works best if it's a conversation between us and so i just want to ask you if I were to confront you with my truth, you know, again, what's your response? Well, I'm pulling away. And that's never what I want. Right. And, you know, when we were first together, um, you, it seemed like you would avoid your truth because for whatever reason. I mean, I could make up all kinds of reasons, but... Um, you didn't really want to make a request. And what what I've seen, and I think what you've seen too through the years, is both of us, when, when we don't really want to speak our truth, you know, it's like, oh, I'm afraid of what the other person's going to think. We either puff ourselves up or we shrink. And in the same time, we can do both. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, that's what a lot of people do. and Including us. Including us. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole idea of, so, so it's, it's being fearful of, you know, I started to say how the other person's going to respond and how they're going to react, but it's really, it's your clenched response to what you've imagined is going to happen. Yeah, that's a really good point. What I imagine in the future is going to happen because I'm speaking my truth. Yeah, and and then there's a whole other question, which is what is your truth and what is the truth? Those are Those are two separate things. And so... The idea of, okay, I'm going to speak the, you know, I'm, I'm going to confront someone with the truth. In other words, they, there's something they've got to hear. Or maybe it's just something you feel like you have to share with them. And going, I, I, hate, to, I hate to dwell on this so much, but there's a big difference between confronting someone and sharing something. Mm that 
is something that you really feel like you have to share with them. So there's a huge difference mm-hmm. between the two. Sure, sure. And you can feel it in the energy of the words. You can feel the energy. Actually, when I say that, you can feel the difference in the energy of just how just how that the difference between how that feels. Can you give a practical example, maybe from your own life or Well, uh, maybe maybe a good way to look at the difference is Thinking about something that you want. Um, now, I, I hate to go there, but this is the first thing that I'm thinking about. And this hasn't necessarily happened between us. But, I mean, it's it's making a, uh, making a request. It could be something as simple as where you're going to go on vacation, where you're going to go for dinner. It could be something as difficult as one of you wants to have kids and the other doesn't. It can be something as difficult. Money. Oh, money, mm-hmm. big time, big mm-hmm. time for money mm-hmm. is how you're going to spend your money. What you know, what, you know, who's going to pay for what? And again, it comes back to asking and inviting versus shrinking or puffing yourself up. So here's an example. So let's say that we had a situation or anybody listening had a situation where they really weren't sure which person in the relationship, let's say you're in a committed relationship, and let's say you're not sure who's going to pay for what. Mm -hmm. So let's say that you each have a job, you each have income, and you're not sure who's going to pay for what. There's a lot of assuming going on, and there's a lot of... um, storytelling about what the other person will or won't do. And what, it's all happening in your head. Every single part of it's happening yeah. in your head. Yeah. All of it. Instead of instead of having an idea of all these fearful things about what you think. So so like take a take us for example. One of the things that we've had to do is exactly what we're talking about is you know, we both have had, you know, we both have incomes and we take a look at, okay, what do we want financially for our lives? And, you know, who's going to pay for what? So we literally have had these conversations about who's going to pay for what, how does that look like? And coming at it from a true partnership instead of, somebody that feels like the other person is the enemy that's the difference well and it wasn't always so we didn't always um come to these discussions even come to discussions because we had a lot of stories around what finances meant to you know to each one of us and we made a lot of assumptions without really um, being open. And I would add, you know, you, you said something very important about sharing something. You come to these discussions sharing something. But I would add that it's equally important to listen. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. I think that's what we had to learn with the financial question of uh, what what is it that we can 
learn from each other and and it's it's not that we have we have to puff ourselves up you know going back to that or shrink and each one of us took turns puffing up and shrinking (laughs) wait a minute i have the best idea (laughs) no i do oh oh no i can't i don't deserve to have my way or you know whatever thought was was in our heads and we see this in a lot of people it's not it's not just yeah. us you know and because we're making up these stories and these futures that really or or somebody's you know how we think somebody's going to react without really uh, being open to investigating now it may not turn out the way you want it to <laughs> now now something really important just occurred to me that part of this whole dynamic of confronting somebody else with the truth kind of revolves around is the rules that you set up for how your relationship is going to be okay and and let me explain what i mean by that so like you and i as an example have this idea that we're we're partners true mm-hmm. partners on the path of life mm-hmm. and if you're partners and and if you're partners well you're going to treat each other hopefully hopefully mm-hmm. you're going to treat each other in a different way than if one or both of the people felt like they were in charge mm, or superior or superior mm-hmm. now here's where it gets kind of kind of goofy <laughs> is most people that i've run across don't consciously decide who's going to be in charge of what or they don't decide consciously how they're going to be. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of these assumptions gets going in your head is, you know, especially in relationship. Then there's the whole thing of making up stories about right. about <clears throat> what the other person thinks, what they feel, what what they really want versus what the reality is because what somebody else wants according to the way you're thinking about it may not be the case. Well, and a very practical example of this is is that we each build boxes around ourselves. And um those boxes, you know, for example, my parents uh were of the depression generation, the great depression so to speak. So they were savers and influenced me to be a saver and to be safe and to go into a profession that was very safe and and you know there was a retirement and and which I'm so grateful for now that I did all that but I built a box of being very safe financially around myself and when the two of us got together you didn't have that box. You had a box of, oh, I'm going to spend while I've what I've got right now. Yeah, and it wasn't until uh, much later in life that I figured out that it was probably a good idea that if I ever had any hope of uh, saving for my uh, later days, that uh, it would be a good idea to start saving some money. <laughs> so, what an idea, and. 
But what was so fascinating about that was, again, I saw it one way until I saw it another way. And I saw it one way until until I saw, oh, wait a minute, I can relax a little bit and, and, you know, buy things that maybe I normally wouldn't buy. And it, and still I'm okay financially. Yeah. So there was more of a relaxation on my part. I I think the two of us realized, oh, wait a minute, we don't have to be confined to these boxes we've built around ourselves. And that's where that's where this whole idea of the truth is that people get get kind of hung up in and caught up in is when people say, well, I got to confront somebody with the truth. Well, that's usually not the truth. That's usually just how they are seeing it in this moment. And it, and that may be exactly correct for you. And it's also when you come to it, uh, a discussion as an invitation and when you very calmly are just saying what is real for you in this moment and then listening to the other person. It's that open-hearted, mm-hmm. just that, that open-hearted listening. It's the open-hearted sharing. And it's really wanting to see, okay, here's how I see this situation. I want to know. How do you see this? Because this has been the thing that has worked so beautifully for us is when we've done this, and we've done this a lot, and for our coaching clients and the other people that we've worked with and shared this with, this has worked really well for them, of when they just simply have it as their intention to share from love. And when you really start to see that what you want is important and what the other person wants is important. And then you see where the synergy is. And it's, this is not a place where, and what I'm calling the place, the truth, this is not a place to divide yourselves over, fight over, make each other wrong over, or any of that kind of stuff. But it's just... It's exploring what is true for you, what's true for the other person. And then you find out, are we a match? Mm -hmm. Are we a match? Mm -hmm. And then there's the question of, do you really know, like really know what that other person wants, what they think, what's important? And you know what? The only way to know, you got to ask and you got to stay in the conversation. And not shut down. Yeah. Yeah. you you got to stay in the conversation, and you got to keep opening as love, opening as love. And even if that means, well, we're going to decide to not resolve this conversation right now, but we're going to continue to have mm-hmm. this conversation... Because, you know, like in our case, you know, there have been things in the past that we've just simply 
had to say what one of our favorite things to say at least over the last year is well we don't have to decide that right now mm-hmm. and you know that's an interesting phrase yeah because a lot of times you do feel pressure from it it's all internal pressure mm-hmm. and you you feel like oh i i've got to make a decision right now i you know blah, and get yourself all worked up and and uh, into a froth into a froth <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what a what a picture and when really a lot of times you don't have to decide right now and maybe it does because what I've seen is a knowing inside me is where decisions come from. And and that's the important piece here is tuning into what really is the truth and knowing, well, also about the truth is sometimes the truth changes. Well, sure it does. It it comes and it goes. Mm -hmm. I mean, neither one of us are who we were when we first started our relationship 20 what two years ago 24 now 24 we, we, we keep going. time flies it right? really does yeah we're not we're not those same people we have grown so much and this whole financial thing has grown over the years to where we now have an ease around all that but we didn't and just like you said, staying in the conversation. And staying in the conversation while keeping your heart open. Yes. That's huge. That's huge. And it doesn't mean, you know, oh, we have to resolve this right this second. If, if we say stay in the conversation. No, what I mean is just opening my heart. And, oh, well, okay. So you see it that way now. And I see it this way now, and let's just keep exploring, but we don't have to right this second. Yeah. A couple of things just in closing here is it's so huge to really take a look at what the goal is, what the goal always is. Now, the way I see it, and you know, somebody listening to us right now, they may be going, well, my, my goal's a little bit different. But I always see the goal as how can I connect deeper with my beloved? How can I show up and feel and experience a deeper level of love, of peace and understanding, passion, connection? All of those kind of th- all of those things are really important. And so I'm filtering that through the, I'm filtering the conversation I'm about to have with you through all of that. That if I'm consciously making a decision that I want to have a conversation with you, and it may not be the easiest of conversations, but my goal is to keep the connection, deepen the love, deepen the passion, deepen our you know connection. And not make up stories. Not make up <laughs> stories. That's, that's the goal for me. Now, for whoever's listening, you got to figure out what's the goal for you. Are you going to be pretending that you're not on the same team or are you and, and that there's something to fight against and, and hold back oh, your yeah. truth? Yeah. You know, and fear the confrontation. Yeah, which which by the way, 
there doesn't ever have to be a confrontation as long as you're coming from true love. Because when you're coming from true love, that is the place where everybody's heart is open. Everybody can always get what they want. And that's huge. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us, or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life, or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.